Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello and welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is September 5th, 2023, episode number 203. My name is Eric Peterson, and joining with me today is Mr. Daniel Garcia. How are you, Daniel? I am great, Eric. If I was any better, I would be you, my friend. I'm feeling good today. <laughs> well, I'm <clears throat> glad to have you back. It's interesting doing this every two weeks. We don't get to uh, do this with each other as much. So I know. Now it's a rare treat. Well, we'd Both like to start off by thanking our sponsor, Order Solutions, the maker of all your favorite box products like Cold Box, Command Box, Forge Box, Test Box, and many more. And there's a few ways that you can say thank you to Order Solutions for sponsoring this podcast. Absolutely. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. You can help Ordis reach for the stars by starring and forking our repos on the GitHubs. You can subscribe to our podcast on your podcast apps or wherever fine podcasts are sold. I guess this is a free one, so it doesn't make sense. You can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast, which is releasing new content regularly. Also, you can jump over to our Box Life store for amazing swag or get one of our great books like 102 Cold Box Quick Tips and Tricks or Learn Modern Cold Fusion in 100 Minutes. Finally, we would not be here without our mind-boggling Patreons. There's your adjective of the week to our lovely Patreons. Boggling. We have 40 Patreons currently, and we will tell you at the end how you too can become a Patreon and what perks come along with that. Ooh, I can't wait. So this is going to be maybe a shorter podcast. I, you know, knock on wood, I feel like I say that and it's always long. Um, but our first two sections for news and announcements and new releases and updates, I did not have anything for today. So well, we're going to be skipping through those. We have a, a good number of blog posts to kind of make it up, but we're kind of skipping through those ones. And uh, our webinars and meetups are kind of small, too. We got one to talk about at the end of the month, September 29th, the Hawaii Cold Fusion Meetup Group is hosting Nolan Irk talking about object-oriented programming and cold fusion. That will be at 12 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. So that's uh, 3 Pacific, 5 Central, 6 on the Eastern Seaboard. And uh, anybody else, you're going to have to plug that in. <laughs> no, man. You know what, Eric? I am being lax again. I got so caught up listening to you that I forgot to paste the links from the welcome. Yeah, so we'll, we'll catch us up. I know I have that kind of a voice, so it's okay. You do. <laughs> it's just like, come on, Eric, tell me more. So again, come learn about object-oriented programming and see it in Cold Fusion with examples at the Hawaii Cold Fusion Meetup Group at the end of the month. Excellent. I always wonder, John's in the chat. Do you guys ever, are you like on the beach in a laptop with your headset, just doing the CFUG or you're actually like, you know, someplace. We'll see if it gets back to us. I don't know if uh, sand and laptops are a great combination, but you know, maybe in small doses. No, well, maybe. <laughs> well, if you can't wait that long, 
you can always jump over to the CF Casts. We are still plugging away on our Into the Box 2023 videos. If any of you have finished watching those all through, you know, hit us up in the chat or send us a message. We can shout you out for that because there's a lot to get through. And very soon coming out, Grant has been plugging away on his Mastering CB Wire. And I know I am waiting just for a couple post-production things for Coldbox Elixir to start rolling out. So look for those dropping very soon. Nice. Uh, even our conferences are kind of light because we're right before some of the big ones. Yeah, well, the next big one, I think, at least according to my notes, is Adobe CF Summit West, Las Vegas, 2nd through 4th of October. Uh, you can actually, I don't know if you can still get your early bird passes now, but um, either way, even the regular rate is still very reasonable. Adobe does a fantastic job of subsidizing this conference and really makes it, you know, uh, a destination conference you want to go to. And I learned last week, Eric, that Andy Buckley is going to be there as a special guest at some point. Uh, for uh, those probably the watching, day two keynote. Yeah, if you watch the TV show The Office, he played David Wallace. That would be the, the U.S. Office, correct? Yes, the U.S. The funny one. The uh, actually I never watched the U.K. one, so Shots I shouldn't say that. Fired. We uh we apologize to our U.K. audience here. <laughs> oh man, what's awesome about Andy though is he's like a finance guy that kept working while he was on the show. Hmm. So he'd be like doing his regular nine to five job and then go act in the show and. Just not just very cool down to earth kind of guy. That's so, how that's how most of us that are aspiring actors and actresses do it. Nobody wants to pay us for our acting. <laughs> Have to support it somewhere else. Uh, well, early bird passes are no longer on sale, but that one ninety nine price stands. You can still nice. get tickets for one ninety nine or get into their class uh, the next day. Uh, or sorry, the third day and get certified for two ninety nine. I'm certified. I'm certifiable. I did that last year with some people, and yeah, it was it was good. It was awesome. Well, we do have our Cold Fusion Summit training for Ordis right after Cold Box Seven Zero Hero. But if you're listening to this now and haven't got tickets, unfortunately, it is sold out. So you're going to have to catch us the next time we have a Cold Box 7 training. Um, congrats to all of you who listened to this podcast and got in. And yeah, it's going to be it's... great with Gavin and Luis. And uh, we, we will bring it back. So don't worry. It just will. You'll have to wait till next year, maybe to Into the Box. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. It's we got two of... Into the Boxes coming up. <clears throat> well, I was saying it's kind of exciting because it feels like we're starting to really get back to normal now that these workshops are selling out. These conferences are bigger and better than ever. And it's very positive. Very true. But uh, yeah, so the next uh, Into the Box, LATAM, is going to be November 30th, uh, University of Business in El Salvador. You can go to latam.intothebox.org. That's our Into the Box Latin American edition. Right. You can go order your tickets now. I believe it's uh, free for students and something like 15, no, 15 for students and 25 for professionals. So very cheap. Yeah. I don't know. One of these years, I'm going to try and make it down there. Just it has not been working well for me lately. Just stuff going on at that time. Yeah. And Into the Box 2024, we announced it on our last podcast. It is at Optica in Washington, D.C. 
May 15th through 17th. So you can start looking at your flights and uh, accommodations at this point. You can even order blind tickets, which is you're ordering before we've announced uh, the speakers. You can do that now. And I believe our call for speakers, I believe it went out, but I'm trying to find the link to it now. So did it come out? I, I don't remember seeing wrong. it. But... There it is. I did find it. Apparently nobody's calling me. <laughs> so let's throw that link in the show notes in the chat. You can come and speak. We would love to have you uh, speak at Into the Box 2024. Of course, if you do speak, we'll give you a ticket to the conference and set you up at uh, with some accommodations there. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm so excited. I love Into the Box. So, But I could gush about it for a long time and we'll just... We'll just keep going. <laughs> I know we were talking about it internally. And as soon as they decided it's DC, Eric just like lit up like a, I don't know what lights up, a light bulb. Like a light bulb. There we go. Like a light bulb. Just <laughs> like, did, Eric, didn't you used to live in DC for a while? I, I did. I lived in DC for a few years. So I'm excited yeah. to go back. I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, bring my wife along or something like that. Bring kids. We'll see. Make a yeah, Make an experience of it. We're talking that too, and we're ready. Um, so I'm gonna be in Vegas in October. My wife and son are gonna tag along, and my son's nine, and he's super excited. This is his first plane trip, and so we're taking him out of school for a few days for that. And then I'm like, well, shoot, I can't really take him out again next year for the. So there's so many days you can take your kids out of school to go to conferences before they frown on that. Yeah, it's so true. Well, if you are looking for more conferences, Comstock Tech is our go-to source you can go check that out filter it down to the kind of conferences that you are interested in it looks like in the chat they're saying there's some video buffering issues going on well we um, apologize for that we always do upload the locally recorded copies so it, the recording should be better so yeah, you know that's buffering for me too i'm watching the live stream to see how many times i cough or scratch something and I'm noticing it's a little blurry for me or maybe i just look like that i don't know well let's jump into the blogs tweets and videos of the week first up is from our very own grant copley data table example with cb wire so uh this one's great because if you've never used data tables uh it's actually a fairly old javascript well sorry jquery plugin like this thing is been around for a long time um but it keeps around because it is incredibly feature rich uh so i we at my uh one of my first jobs we'd have a saying that was never doubt data tables you know if you needed to do something you could do it in data tables <laughs> um and so this is an example in, in fact uh, CB wire is the latest, but I've seen many a JavaScript framework wrap data tables, you know, under the hood and provide, you know, the view components or the react components, but under the hood, it's all data tables. Um, and that. here's a CB wire version of that. So we'll include a link to the community post uh, grant has, but also there is an entire GitHub repo and you can go see all the examples he's listing, uh, original nintendo games on it you can do pagination reset select games select all search by columns it, again data tables is amazing if you haven't used it 
And now you can use it with the declarative power of CB Wire. So great work on that, Grant. And if you, especially if you haven't checked out CB Wire, come see how easy you, you can wrap a JavaScript library like this using CB Wire and keep all that power inside your Cold Fusion. I didn't realize this was the actual like data table old school jQuery implementation. Oh yes. I used to know if data table became like, you know, Kleenex brand, you know, it's just one of those Xeroxing things or your Yeah. Sometimes it is like um, that. You'll hear people just call any sort of smart oh, oh. table a data table, but this is this is the data table, I believe. I could be oh, wrong. Grant just called you out. Grant said it is not. <laughs> Ooh, I I'm so sorry. I saw the screenshot and I'm like, that looks like data tables. <laughs> well, yeah, it's that's what I would have thought too. But it's all functionality written in CB wire, not a wrapper. Yeah, he did demo this at one of our internal meetings recently, and it was really cool. Um, but you know, he might not have been there for that one actually. But um I must have yeah. that. My apologies, Grant. So pure CFML here. Wow, I now I really need to go through this repo. <laughs> that's even more impressive. It would have written. been impressive just to have the data tables plug in, but now it's even more. Well, so. Grant did want us to ask us to talk about it. So, you know, all <laughs> talking is good talking, right? Even if we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but thanks to Grant for being in the chat, to setting us straight. Oh, man. Okay, so moving on. Um, there was a, uh, a, uh, a CV, what is CV? I'm like, uh, it's like critical vulnerability something <laughs> critical vulnerability exploit maybe sure there was one that came out this summer about um confusion acts for adobe confusion control bypass for a cf admin authentication component um brian went through kind of talked about what it is i think he's the one that found it yes tested submitted it to the uh, cert team they fixed it. They got released, and now it's been how, what, almost a month or two since they've released it. And now he's talking about what it actually is and how we resolved it and how they found it and, and all that. So, uh, so yeah. So thanks to uh, Brian for finding that, and thanks to Adobe for you know jumping on it and getting these releases out and fixes. And, and if you're kind of interested to see how these things work, go check it out because maybe you might be the next person to find a, a vulnerability and can report it and be as cool as Brian. And we'd appreciate it. Yeah, to be clear, this is not a new vulnerability. This is the one that was found back in July and fixed in July. Yes. Um, and I liked it because I don't know. Those when they describe the fixes, I'm like, I don't know what they are talking about. And this blog post made it so even a simpleton like me could understand what the problem was, which is basically all of the um like request uh rate limiting or IP restrictions were could be bypassed and somebody could brute force uh, guess your username and password to the uh, cold fusion admin. So, well, it's also great. A lot of times, some of these things are kind of like black boxes to people where they don't really think about it. It just kind of works. And when he does stuff like this and kind of explains the process, you're like, Oh, wait a second. You know, and you start thinking about what else could be there and what else might you want to be worried about and innovation drives innovation. So, yeah. Okay, and then we've got several from Ben Nadell coming up here. The Ben uh, Corner. The Ben. Yep. I was going to say weekly corner, but that's not really true. Although he writes enough for weeklies. <laughs> um, so yeah, since we've gone every other week, there's even more Ben to go around. 
So he's uh, talking about using the CF loop to iterate over a file line by line in ColdFusion. So you got to um, iterate over a file, a CSV file, to import a bunch of data. And instinctively, he just started using the regular file um, functions to read stuff in there. And after he's worked with it, he's like, wait a second, I could just use CF loop for this. And he did. And he's like, this is way much less code, much more simpler code. And then I think he even said, oh, look at this. I blogged about this like, I don't know, 13 years ago or something and just forgot about it. And so, uh, yeah, 13 years ago. And so, uh, yeah, basically, remember, if you need to do a lot of reading a file in and doing some manipulation, just use CF loop. It's simple. It works. It's there. Yeah, it was nice to know that CF loop, uh, you know, handles all of that under the hood for you. So good job, Cold Fusion. We like that. Um, kind right. of a, co a corollary to that was using seekable read files in Cold Fusion. So, um, again, when he was Ben was working on this file IO, in addition to CF loop, finding that that was doing read by line, he found that you can use the file seek function to kind of jump around a file using an offset. Um, so he has an example. I do agree. At the end, he's like, to be honest, I don't really have a use case for this, but now you know. And <laughs> I'm kind of at the same point. So if you need Annoying to seek thing. around the oh. file, you know, randomly, you can use the file seek method. Every time you say or anybody says, and now you know, I immediately can reply with, and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. I was an kid. I watched cartoons. <laughs> All right, uh, and we have a couple more from Ben. So next up, we're talking about labeled loops in Cold Fusion, which, uh, again, chalk this up to the, I didn't know that, uh, section of Cold Fusion today. <laughs> um, when you use the break or continue keywords, you can give, optionally, you can give a name, and it will break or continue back to the loop that you have specified with that name. Um, his example, you know, pictures worth a thousand words. Uh, but yeah, uh, not many use cases jump to mind. Uh, you obviously need more than one loop for this to kind of have any utility, but you would be able to inside an inner loop, say, I'm going to break back to the outer loop or I'm going to continue the outer loop. Um, so I can see some cases where it could make multiple, you know, multiple nested loops a little clearer when you're using those break and continue words. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's just interesting. Didn't even know that that was a feature of Cold Fusion. So if you need to do that now, you can label your loops. Anyone want to take a bet how long it's going to take Eric to make box loop module? Now that he's like thought about it, it's like, you know what? This will solve so many problems. Nah, I'm, I usually reach for something like recursion on these. So that's, that's when I usually reach for modules you write. So we all got our <laughs> you know, toolboxes and toolkits. <laughs> okay. Right. So one more uh, following up the, uh, the blogs, Ben blogs about including CSS files content. CSS file content using a CF include. So when you're using a CF include, it's not just for CF files, you can include other files as well. And he does an example of reading in a CSS file um, into his page using CF include. And um, Eric and I were talking about this earlier and it's like, well, I can kind of see it, but is this one of those just because you can, doesn't mean you should? 
type of things, or I guess I'm just used to always just reading in the CSS as is, unless it needs to be dynamically rendered or something that I can understand. But, yeah, Ben gives his his rationale in here uh, that if you have a link tag referencing an external CSS file, it's another network request. Uh, and that is true. That takes time, especially over slower connections or mobile connections. And so inlining it could be faster. Uh, the downside is that's not going to be cached by your browser at all. So it's kind of a which one works better for you. I was mentioning that very advanced kind of um, front-end frameworks nowadays will determine what CSS do you need for the initial page render, you know, above the the scroll or above the fold. And it will inline that and it will put the rest in a file. And so kind of the best of both worlds. Nice. Oh, and something from the chat. Um, Scott Steinbeck he commented that he's publishing some updates to the CB Playwright in the next few days. Well, that would be exciting to see. Yeah, I know you're a super uh, CB Playwright fan, right? That's true. Plus, that those changes will have to come through me if it's going to the module. <laughs> <laughs> so heads up, Scott's um, going to be watching some updates. <laughs> nice. Uh, the final thing to note about uh, Ben's uh post here is when you use cf include it does try to parse and execute the file um so in the case of css it's all within the style tag or you know it's just like css blocks that's not going to be a problem uh but it's something to think about especially with pound signs right there is an adobe cold fusion feature that you can give it a specific extension list to compile um, for instance, you can just pass CFM. That's the only thing I want you to compile. And then it won't even try to compile your CSS includes at all. So it doesn't seem like there's a Lucy corollary for that, but there is an Adobe Cold Fusion setting. I bet the Lucy corollary is just a .css file and reference it. Oh, all right. Well, go. that ends our blogs today. Let's jump into find a job. On getcfmljobs.com, we have over 94 positions from 61 companies across 41 locations and five countries. Yeah, it was four new jobs listed these last two weeks. There's a full-time CF programmer in Tulsa, Oklahoma. There is a full-time CF programmer in Washington, D.C. Maybe they'll come into the box. Yes. There's a uh, CF developer of four to six years from Mumbai, India. And then a CF programmer for remote. For GeoCivics, I assume that's the U.S. based on the link. Um, Don't forget, there's also a jobs channel in the CFML Slack team, as well as the Box Team Slack. Go in there and post. I thought I saw some stuff recently in the CFML Slack. Um, Some people looking for some things, and go check it out. That brings us to our ForgeBox module of the week. Today, we're talking about a nifty module from Ryan Albrecht, just called IP, which is great. I can't believe we haven't stolen this before, but you can box (laughs) install IP, and this is a helper that's going to get you information about a given IP address and subnet. So what can you do once you've grabbed that uh, IP address? Well, you can get the address, the number of hosts, prefix link, broadcast address, subnet mask, get it in binary decimal, network decimal, all of these things. Um, In addition to getting all those data, you can send it all out to a struct using the to momento function. 
So if your use case needs to get any of this information about the IP address you're being passed, uh, this is a great module for that. Maybe my favorite part of this module is the license at the top. <laughs> Ryan says, I don't know about licenses. Do whatever you want, which is a great license. <laughs> Good job. So would that technically be the uh, the MIT license or the Apache? Which one's the do whatever you want license? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, MIT's probably close, but I don't know. I like that. So that is our module of the week. Uh, box install IP will get you that one. He did mention that you don't need to use Coldbox for it. Of course, if you do, everything's you know nicer and shinier. And but... <laughs> it provides the mappings for you automatically. But yes, and there's no dependencies. It's a pure yes. CFML. Okay. All right. And on as for our VS Code hint tip and trick of the week, I have an extension called Quick Find and Jump. So this is solving a very um, small concern that maybe you don't have. Uh, but for me, when I command F in a file and I find what I need, it annoys me to no end that I then have to hit escape once or twice to get rid of that find box. And sometimes it jumps me back to wherever I was. And it was very annoying. So <laughs> this quick find and jump extension um, takes over, or rather you can bind it to command F. And as soon as you find something, it kicks you out of the search box where you're at. So there's no more of this. Let me hit escape multiple times. And if you want to quick find the next, there are uh, keyboard shortcuts for that. And you can jump and down in previous matches using those keyboard shortcuts instead of, you know, hitting enter multiple times or using the mouse. So not for everybody, but if you, like me, hate having hit, to hit escape all the time for your find <laughs> box... This is the extension for you. Hey, I was going to ask. Um, I know this is an extension, but there was a post that somebody put in there about Visual Studio for Mac. There's a retirement announcement um, coming up. They're announcing, I guess, as of August 30th, they're going to retire VS Studio for Mac. A Visual Studio for Mac. Yeah, not, not Visual Studio Code. Uh, the original, okay. like, let's program in .NET. Okay, I misread that when somebody posted it. Yeah, I I don't think they'd give up the Mac market for VS Code. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. So I was a little surprised, and but okay, that makes sense. All right, <laughs> and now that brings us to the end of the podcast. I I think I can, can declare that we are right. It was a shorter one, only about thirty minutes here. So. If you like our longer ones, then you guys just need to release more things and generate more news. All right. Yep. And try and catch us when Gavin's around because Gavin's always good for, you know, longer exposition. <laughs> exposition. We want to end by thanking our uh, mind boggling Patreon supporters. These are individuals and companies that are personally supporting our open source initiatives to ensure the great toolings like. Command box, forge box, cold box, content box, test box, and all the other boxes keep getting the continuous development they need. And it funds the cloud infrastructure for, that our community relies on, like forge box for our package management with command box. You too can support us at patreon.com slash order solutions. For those supporting uh, the bronze package and up, you get a forge box pro and a CF cast subscription. And all Patreons have a awesome profile badge for our community website, 
access to their own private forum on that website, and access to a private channel on the Box Team Slack. Again, find out more at patreon.com slash order solutions. Now, okay. uh, I guess I'm Daniel. Will end. you take us through our mind boggling page <laughs> top Patreons? Absolutely. So we've got John Wilson with Snaptrex. We've got Tomorrow's Guides, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger out there in South America. Hello, David. We got Dan Card, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Mounder, Kevin Wright, Doug Kane. Nolan Irk and Abdul Rahim, and of course many more patrons. But those are the uh, the top ones that we are uh, announcing. Otherwise, we'd be here. You know, Eric, we could have read everybody, and that would have filled up the time nicely. <laughs> Who doesn't That's like hearing the name read in my basso voice? <laughs> you can find the full list of, of patrons on our website ordersolutions.com slash about dash us slash sponsors. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We will see you in a couple weeks, back at the same time. Catch you then. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.